the problem is, you know, then they, they bring in the other guy, like at the end. And you weren't and anticipating, was, like, taking was, two of them on. I, was, <laughs> I see where you're going with that. But no, I mean, I was there by myself. It was my first time doing this. And yeah. I just, I had no idea what to say. It can be super interact, intimidating. And I tried to be, you know, like a tough guy about it, but I really, I had no idea what I was doing. I know. Well, they are just actual strangers fun, to you. Yeah. Hello, everyone. This is Fun of Fun Radio. <laughs> I'm Greg Nibbler with Eric Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you're listening. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. A lot to talk about today, but first off, I want to remind everybody, you can go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Audible link right oh. there at the top of the page. Audible is a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. And every time you click on that and sign up for a free trial... You get two free audiobooks, and uh, and we get a, we get paid. So we appreciate. <laughs> so that. we appreciate that. It's going to be on so many you. levels. Yeah, we it, love to hear about the books you're listening to. Yeah, and also it it helps us. Greg, I'm so glad that you asked because um, right now I am almost done. With, I'm getting to the end. I'm very sad. So I'm almost done with my Sue Grafton novels. I am oh just now listening uh, to Tia's for Trespass. Big day. Big day. So I'm almost done with that. And then next up on the docket, I am going to be listening to uh, Stephen King's The Institute. Oh, which, oh, wait. The Institute's great. Yeah, which you've talked about. Because I, like I can't do too much Stephen King. Like I kind of have to do a balance of like – it gets a little too dark for me at oh, some point. Oh, yeah. It can get really dark. Yeah. So I have to kind of like pepper in like a lighter like – um, mystery novel and then you know like maybe something else so we'll see but I'm excited to start the Institute because I've heard good things about it um, so the one thing that I will say about the Institute is that A it's fantastic it is so good like the Institute is um, I don't want to give away too much I mean all I can say is that it involves children and which is that which which isn't like that's on the cover of it that's like the basic description of it, it involves kids and uh, then there's um, an institute. An institute. Yeah. yeah. We'll right. go with that. You don't it need to tell great. me anymore. It I'm excited. So it's it's one of those where you read it to or listen to it and then you're like, okay, yep, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a series. Like that's gonna be either a series mm-hmm. or a movie or something. So so there it is. And that is uh, one that you can get too with <gasps> and, your audible. And speaking of like really good Stephen King series, if you haven't watched it yet, The Outsider is amazing. The Outsider is great. It is such an amazing adaptation of that book, which is very disturbing. It really is. is, But the visuals are like perfectly accompanying like the book. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty great. Yeah. It's it's great. So uh, again, go to funemploymentready.com and click on the Audible link right there at the top of the page. All right. So tell us about the you and the two dudes. All right, so here's here's what's going on, and everybody who's listening to the show over the last few episodes knows this is happening, and that is that I'm shopping for a Jeep. Oh, I'm in the boy. market for a Jeep. I've been needing a vehicle for a long time. Well, you were thinking about shopping for a Jeep. Well, no, because I think I said on f- – well, maybe I didn't say this publicly. I don't think you publicly I may. Well, no, I did talk this. about it, yes, because I've, I've had a lot of emails back about it. Uh, everybody's been writing Well, you were saying advice. you were thinking about it, but I didn't realize that you had finally committed. No, I, I did commit to going and doing a test drive over this last weekend, and I didn't talk about that. So here's – I want to walk through this experience because I need some advice on how to handle these things. So I went in there. I mean, I'll look some up for you because I don't. I'm not exactly sure where you're going. Sure, that's that's fine. I mean, I I need advice on how to negotiate. So I went I went to a dealership to go test drive a Jeep. And this oh, was on you test drove a Jeep. I went to test drive one, and I want to thank everyone who's been sending in their advice. On Jeeps, I know uh, I've received several different messages from people, so I've been talking to a bunch of people about their Jeeps. Um, and I think I've 
I went in there not really knowing what I'm doing. And all I did was I drove to a certain section of town where there's a bunch of dealerships. And I was just like, well, one of these I think had a Jeep online. I'm just going to go in and test drive it. And that's all I wanted to do. You know, I wanted to show up. Oh, I just that, to give it a- no, that never happened. So, oh, sweet, innocent Greg. Let's give this a little bit of a backstory here, too, in the fact that uh, I have uh, never purchased a vehicle from a dealership before. My The vehicle I have now, I actually bought from my friend's dad a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I've had this for a, I've had this, this truck for like 12, 13 years, probably. I've had it for a long time. And I will say, I never stepped foot on a dealership until last year. That was so the first I time never, that was the first and only time. Well, maybe you can look up some advice for me on this. So I went down there and, you know, and I'm like, I'm going to go in, I'm going to test drive a Jeep. And that's all I wanted to do was walk in, just test drive one. I figured it'd be no big deal. I'd take a look around the lot, but I've never actually done it before. So I just really didn't know what to do. And I feel like I gave you a pretty fair warning that like, oh, you you think you're just going to go and happy drive a Jeep. Good right. luck to you. Right. I know. And and <laughs> Because I'm, it all starts off as all like sunshine and roses until yeah. it's not. Right. And that's and that's the thing. So, you know, and, and not knowing it, I was like, okay, no, I know how I can handle this. I can just, I'll just be like, this is what I want. The salesperson will be respectful of that. And, and uh, then that's what was going on. So, Here's what happened. I I went in and I'm like, first off, I didn't know where to park. So I, I was like driving around and I'm like, okay, well, I'll just, I finally found like a parking spot in the back. That is super awkward. There's I totally to remember There's that. There's no place to park there. Well, because I didn't have a car when I was going. Because remember mine like exploded and I had yeah. to pull over to the side of the highway. So I was in my dad's nice car, which was good. But that same thing. We're like, we don't know where to park. Like you don't want it to look like the car's for sale. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I was assuming they wouldn't were going to sell my truck uh, as soon as <laughs> as soon as I got out of it. Because nobody's that's not going to be happening. But I, I finally found a spot, and it was kind of back around by the service center. And this is what was this was pretty embarrassing when it first started off. Is that I got out, and I'm like, okay, well, I, you know what? I don't really want to talk to anybody until I go take a look at what's for sale first. Oh, like, I want to try to avoid. And I and I got out and I saw like two or three dudes, you know, in the inside the dealership. All of them, you know, the start peeking out and looking. And, and oh I respect God, the you're hustle. giving me flashbacks. It's I respect so people awkward. having to sell things, but I'm yeah. like, okay, I, I see what that they're looking at me. I'm just gonna ignore them and I'm just gonna turn around, and start walking. And I'm just gonna go look at jeeps until I see one that I'm interested in. You know, then I'll talk to somebody. So you walk toward the direction of Jeeps. So so I just start walking. Well, I mean, they had all kinds of different cars there. But, yeah, there were some Jeeps. And I start walking down, and I'm looking, and I'm like, all right, there's that one. That's, okay, no, that's that's not what I'm interested in. And I'm looking at all these. And I'm like, some of these are kind of dirty. And then I, then I kept going. And there's one where, like, the hood was, like, all jacked up. I'm like, what is this? Why are they selling these Jeeps? Like, that hood is, like, bent. It's clearly, it's not even closed. And then I realized... I was actually walking back to where the mechanic section was of the dealership. I was taking a look at people's actual vehicles that were going to be repaired. And I realized this as I, after I walked like wow, ding dong. you know, a minute and a half down this aisle. I'm like, oh, God. I'm, now I just look like I'm a creep who's going through the vehicles that somebody's going through the, re- the repair vehicles. And, you know, I pull up in my, my truck, which uh-huh. is, you know, not looking the great. I mean, it doesn't look terrible, but it's clearly not We all know what your truck looks like at this point, Greg. Everybody knows. Never mind. <laughs> yes. It's the most famous green Ford You don't Ranger need to explain. Portland. 
Um, uh, side note, that's so funny. Last night I tried to accidentally get into somebody else's car in front of my apartment because they what? had a gray. And I kept – because I needed to get my um, my insurance, my registration out of my car for like something I was doing online. And I kept pulling on their handle because mine is usually like touch the handle. Yeah. And it wasn't opening. And it's pouring rain. And I'm wearing a giant you know, rain jacket with my hood over up. And I'm yanking on this car. And I look and it's like – the exact same car as mine, but it's parked one spot in front of mine. Oh no! So Did it somebody was see you? somebody. Nobody saw me. Thank God. But it totally looked like in the pouring rain with me with this giant hood on that I was trying to break into their car. And then yeah. when I actually got into my car and I'm opening the thing, getting my registration out with the giant thing, somebody was walking by and kind of looking at me. I'm like, it's it's mine. Oh it's mine. no! It was so embarrassing though. I had a buddy who got arrested and went to jail for that one time. In, awesome. In college. Yeah. He went well, he actually got into a car. He he'd had a few drinks and was uh actually had been crashing at my house. So he he came back down the street and thought he saw my truck. And for some reason he wanted to get in there. I don't know what it was. I think he said Take he thought snooze. he left like yeah, I think he said he thought he left his cigarettes in there, I believe is what is in his drunk mind. And he opened it up and started rifling through the through the glove box and he told me this the next day yeah after i got him from jail so he was going <laughs> through apparently he went through it and he was so confused and then some guy came out and was like what the fuck get out of my truck and he got out and he was like what do you mean that's greg's truck up oh, my friend greg truck yeah and this guy <laughs> apparently just like socked him and knocked him down and he was so drunk he just kind of laid there he's like hey wait a minute <laughs> that was very nice <laughs> and then the police came and took him to jail <laughs> they got let out the next day, and uh, he's like, "I thought it, I don't know why I thought it was your truck, and I thought I had smokes in there for some reason." Um, I'm a, I'm gonna have to go to court here. Can I crash in your house for a while? Yeah. Anyways, the whole yeah. Thing, Mike so. says I try to unlock um, other people's cars all the time. Too many gr- damn gray Hondas. That's exactly what I have. A gray Honda. Oh yeah, there's a lot of them. There's so many of them, but I was genuinely confused. I'm like, oh, I just replaced the battery in my thing, and then yeah, like pulling on the handle. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I know what that's like. So anyway, so well, you're don't walking go to jail. in. And I don't want to. Don't so you're tell walking him, in, I was looking for smokes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're walking in broad daylight, checking out other people's yeah. cars, looking like you're trying to like break into them. Okay, and a couple of notes here that I'm seeing in our live chat for the Fun Employment Ready Supporters Club. Keelan just said, did the lack of price tags send any messages, Greg? There's no price tags on any cars in there. Like any cars in this lot, they didn't have price tags that's on them. That's weird. No, I, I thought it was weird too because I thought they all have, you know, the bright sticker on it says this is how much it is. It's not usually a bright sticker because they want to get you close enough to the car to where they can trap you. Yeah. So it's usually like a white piece of paper that's um, like taped to the inside where it has the number very small on like a 14 point font. I didn't see, I, I didn't see the prices on on anything that I ended up looking at, but they did have stickers in there and I was trying to read those, but they were the repair stickers so it took me a minute minute. i realize it i turn around i start walking back i'm like oh god this is already embarrassing and i get back to where my car is and where my truck is and there's the course of sales guy there he's like hey can i help you i'm like yeah i'm sorry i went the wrong direction he's like yeah i wondered what you were doing uh what are you looking for i'm like a jeep he's like okay let me just go show you where the jeeps are (laughs) where the ones you can actually buy (laughs) all right fine my whole plan of not talking to anybody and like quickly running through the lot and like picking out something I would be interested in. That didn't work. Turned out that's not how it works. Oh, so no. he brought me over and we're like taking a look at a couple different. Uh, there were like two actually, two because I'm looking for a used Jeep and there were only really two on there. Where did you just pick this place out of random? Yeah, I thought I had seen. Well, basically, yes. Okay, essentially. 
you know, I didn't know what I was doing. I knew there's a whole bunch of lots there. I was like, oh, they got some Jeeps. So, so he showed me uh, two of them, and one of them I was like, well, I'd like to see the inside of it. You know, and he gave me the price. I'm like, okay. Well, Let me guess. They say, do you want to see the inside? And he's like, uh, why don't you start that car for me? Well, he took off, and then all of a sudden another guy showed up. So he switched the out big on guns? me. He switched out on me. Okay. So he's like, let me go get the get the keys. And he's gone for like, it felt like 10 minutes. I'm just sitting there like that looking around. That doesn't seem very like, car salesman. All right, this is many. weird. No, then he brought in the real sales rep. So I don't know who the first guy was. But he brought, all of a sudden this other guy shows up. He's like, hey, I hear your name's Greg. You're looking for a Jeep? Like, <laughs> one of those. I'm, I'm like, like wearing an ill-fitting suit, I'm like, and like uh, way too chipper. We had the suit, and he was very chipper. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, yep. Uh, well, that's true. He's like, well, hey, let's get you in here. Let's take a look at this. Oh boy, this is a nice Jeep that you're looking at right here. You know, it's got a, it's got this and this and this, and and let's open it up. Oh, you know, these ones are, you know, the clearance on them is really good, and just starts going through the whole thing. I'm like, oh, all right, all right. See, they talk so fast that you can't get a word in edgewise. Like, yeah, okay. Before you know it, you're like handing over everything. Yeah, no, and then of course he he got me in, and he's like. Tell you what, you ever test drove one of these things before? I'm like, well, uh, no, I have. He's like, fire it up, let's go. I'm like, okay. Wow, he sounds good. <laughs> so, so I turned it on, you know, and that's what I had wanted to do was test drive one anyway. So I, I turned it on, I drove it out, and, and we end up going on the highway. And then the whole time, he just talked the whole, pretty much the whole time. Like, didn't ask me a whole lot of questions. Started pointing out features. Some of them really cool. Some of them, you know, he's like, you know, you got the, you got the volume knob on the steering wheel. I'm like, well, <laughs> cool, but you know, that's, that's not really going to sell me the, the car, but okay. Um, but I started driving it. And holy shit, it was fun. It is fun. Uh, Jeeps are awesome. You sound awesome. like you had way too much fun. <gasps> it was oh, awesome. I'm just gonna say, driving that it it was it was pretty good. So we get back, and you know we go on this loop. It was like a ten fifteen minutes. I'm driving this thing around. That's what at my place too. They have a specific loop that they take you mm-hmm. on because I went on like I test drove two or three cars before I found mine. Or yeah. I think mine was the third one that I test drove. But yeah, there's a specific loop, and they take you on the freeway to see how it opens up a little bit. Oh, I didn't then you go, go on the an uh, Then you go like up a slight hill, and then you go through like a back road. Because yeah. they try to give you, like, the sampling of, like, the three different kinds. They, the freeway's not near where I was, so we just did highway, but we did do highway, hill, and a back road. Yep. So. Oh, yeah, the trifecta. I got to speed up a little bit on it, and it was it was a lot of fun. So we get back with that, and then, you know, I'm like, all right, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if this is the one I want because the, the price was older, and it wasn't pre-certified, and I kind of want a pre-certified one because I don't know what I'm doing. And so he's like, well, you know what? Let me take a look here. Maybe, maybe we got the other one over here. And so I went and looked at the other one. And this is the one that's more expensive, which I was I had already ruled out. It's like, you know, let's just go grab the key and take a look inside, though. Why don't we just take a look at it? Then you get an idea of what the difference is. Oh you know God, what? You're such you know, a that's sucker. a good idea. I want to know what the differences are. You know, I should probably learn about this, which I should. So he gets, he goes and gets the other key, gets me in it, and he's like, Let's just take it for a ride, too. Let's let's take it for a ride. I'm like, well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Is that a good idea? I mean, I guess I'm not really interested. He's like, well, let's just try it out. You know, it's got the leather seats. And I sit down the leather seats, and I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, all right. I'll take this for a ride. So then we take that Wait, one Wait, are you going to be a leather seat guy? No, that's not my plan, but, you know, I, I'm not going to Leather gonna seats going to freak me out after I burned my legs on my uncle's leather seats when I was a, a kid because he had a convertible. Well, those sound – those like what kind of car? It was a nice – it was a um, 
don't know, was it like nicer? Like old leather seats, I mean, like old like 70s cars. That was seats. like in the 90s. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he mm. had said it, you know, left it out in the blazing sun. And then we were so excited to jump in the car and I sat and it's like, <laughs> I'm like, ah! Oh, that's not good. Yeah. But I mean, maybe there's different, le- it's the same leather. I don't know. So I'm just saying, be careful, don't burn your legs if okay. you get it. Okay. <laughs> I can't wear, I can't sit in leather seats, they'll burn my legs. With your uh, short shorts on. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what am I wearing? It's going to touch the, touch the. Yeah, and then plus your legs are sweaty and then they get stuck to it too. Okay. Yeah, I suppose. So. Yeah. So that's a real thing that could happen. Okay. This is. A, I can't sit in leather seats. My my legs get sweaty and I'll get stuck in them. And then this also they'll burn the me. Time. Yes. Well, I, <laughs> and then they'll burn me. Well, anyway, I I took it out for a ride. Get back, and then I don't know how this guy did it. You know, because I was excited after I got back because I was because it was pretty it was pretty cool, and I'm on a little bit of a high. And now I see it all. Oh man, he really got me. So he's like, "Well, you know what? Come on." He just he just starts walking, and I'm talking to him. And I'm like, "He's like, so what else are you looking for?" And blah blah blah. I'm like, "Well, you know, I mean, really, uh, you know, that's I'm not entirely sure yet, but I really like the feel of those." And he just kept going and going and going. And I'm walking with him. Before I know it, I'm walking into the dealership with him. He's like, "Well, why don't we just let's just take a look and see, you know, what we can do on the price and what that that would be." And Did so I'm he like, say? That he was going to run the numbers? Yes. Yes, he did. Yes. Running the numbers. And then they come back always like, and I'm like, all right, all right, I ran the numbers. Now, this is, my boss is going to be so mad. This well, is the his best boss wasn't do. mad, but he sat me down and, and, you know, and he's being real personable and he's got me in there. And I know in the back of my mind, I'm like, I am not going to buy this today because A, this is too much money. Um, and B, I'm, uh, I, I'm I'm just <laughs> seeing some comments coming through, um, and B I'm like uh, I don't know if this is the one I want anyway because I this is the first time I've ever driven one and then I'm what I'm just gonna buy it so I knew but I was like I kind of want to see this out a little bit and see what he does no. come back with the numbers what are the numbers the numbers are gonna be what the numbers but are but he's gonna run the numbers I want to know what the numbers oh are my God. then I have an idea the numbers are gonna lead up to the price that they have overpriced on the Jeep. Well, yeah, they kind of did. Yes. So, <laughs> so we ran the numbers, and uh, and we get through, we get we get that, and then it took. Oh yeah, that's the next thing. So this is where he really got me. So then he's like, "All right, well, I got a little idea of the numbers, but I have to have to do that now." Would you be trading in your truck? I was like, "Well, I don't know. I might sell my truck separately." It's like, "Well, why don't we just to give you an idea? You know, I can get you what the what it would cost to trade it in." I'm like, "Well, all right. I mean, okay. I guess that would be good to know." So, so he's like, okay, I just need the keys. And then he's like, but also, you know, just to get all this going, I just need a copy of your ID um, as well. And I just didn't even think about it. I'm like, yep. Oh, yeah, there you go. There's my ID. And you gave him your car keys? I gave him my car keys. Well, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I feel they're not going to – I didn't think he was going to steal my truck. Of any vehicle on that lot, my truck is not – Yeah, but then you're steal. stuck in an office. That's where the issue was. Greg, you so, – it's like, will you take my sword and my? And well, they have to inspect <laughs> it, Sarah, to see what they, what kind of value they can take. Give my me shield, on it. take my sword, take my armor. Can you leave me naked oh. in here, please? Yeah, pretty much. Oh so, man! So they do that, and then they, they, then he comes back and he's like, "Hey, hey, here's here's where we're at, you know, and uh, and and this is oh, what I'm it so is." And I'm like, out for you. and I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, that that number is not where it is." And he's like, "Well, what can I do?" To get you in this today, and I was like, "Take ten grand off. <laughs> That's what'll get me in. Like, do you do that? I'll I'll buy this right now." 
If you take ten thousand dollars, obviously, yeah, yeah, that's that's not going to happen. But what can we do? How can we work on this? I told how you how much you yeah. want to put down. Like you want to put down more. I'm like, no, I'm not putting down more. I told you, I told you my number. Um, it's like no. So then he's like, all right, just a minute. And then he goes and gets his boss. He goes and gets his. In boss. the same time, are your car keys still gone? My car keys are still gone. I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything. Oh, Greg, never give your car keys. And or I would say I'll go with your boss. Like I would never let somebody go into my car. Well, let me tell you. I mean, I'll just kind of cut to the. Like chase I know that they it, have to look at it, but they had to look at it. But yeah, then you get the boss over there, and he's like, "Well, I can, I can make uh, anything work. What do you want to make work?" And I'm like, and I throw out a number uh, for the payments. Which, as I'm noticing in our live chat, Mr. Dengie just said, we'll get you in a nice 10-year loan at exactly the payment you're open for. Which I think that's what they were going to end up doing. Yep. Just give me like a huge loan. They'll be like, oh, it'll loan. only be like $200 a month, but right. it's going to be for 20 years. Yeah, but you'll be paying it for 20 years. And and so I'm, I've just – I told the guy, I'm like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to buy this right now. Like I don't know – I'm just – I'm not ready. I just kept having to repeat it. And then finally I just had to like stand up. Instead of like I was, I had been sitting down, just like I'm just gonna stand. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm making clear so awkward for you. that I don't need to get out, that I want to get out of here. And then finally, he's like, "Well, let me go get you your keys back." And they give me my keys back, and they both follow me out the door to my truck, being like, "You know what's gonna happen? You're gonna come back here, and it's gonna be gone. It's gonna be gone by the time you get back here. If you want to come back and that's and what get they were it. saying. Yeah. So I get in my truck, I take off, blah blah blah. Later on that night, take a look at my wallet. Guess who didn't give me my ID back? <laughs> my driver's license was still there. Did you have to go back again? They ended up texting me and saying, hey, Greg, uh, got your ID. You know, do you want me to bring it to you? I was like, um, I'm not coming. I'm, and in my mind, I'm like, I am not falling for this. I'm not coming back in there. I'm not coming back in there. That is shady as shit. So not only do they take your – so they discombobulate you. They take your car keys. They take your ID. And whether that you- was an accident or not, like, I don't know. But, yeah, exactly. And since, no I was, since I was in such a hurry to get out, I'd forgotten that I'd given my ID to be copied. I just forgot. So eventually I got him to drop it off at my house without me there because I just said, uh, I'm, I'm going to be gone then. Just put it in my mailbox. Guys didn't want to have to go through that again. So, the bottom line is that one is not uh, not not the place that I'm going to go get one. But I am looking for one, and I need to learn how to negotiate. All right. Well, I was. I need to learn how to do this because I was with my dad when I went with my dad because I am almost forty. But I mean, but he helped me because I I have always dreaded going to a car lot, and it was exactly as bad as I thought it was. Yeah. yeah, it's just very much like a, oh, they go back into the back, and then they're really concerned. They're like, well, I'm not really. <sighs> we really want to get you in this I, today. I really want to get you in this today, but, I mean, these numbers just aren't. You know, I need to go crunch some numbers. I'm going to go on the back, and then they leave you waiting out there for, like, 25 minutes. I know, and then, then they just. Stressed. By the way, if and you. And then by that time, you're, like, ready to sign, like, $3,000 more over. By the way, if you sell vehicles, um, I mean, I have complete respect for that. Please write us. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com or greg at funemploymentradio.com. Let me know. What you're actually doing when you're back there crunching the numbers. I would love to know what's actually happening. Because surely this happens enough to where it's real easy to know what's going on. I know it's the whole tactic thing. I want to find out more. Oh, it's it. a waiting game because the longer they wait, the more you want it. Because it leaves you thinking like, well, maybe I can make this maybe work. I, maybe I, mean, I want it, yeah. yeah. Boy, that was a lot of fun driving it. Oh, Yo, yeah, he was giving me, you know, I, you looked good in it. 
You looked really good in it. Oh, I think it great. I think it fits you. You know, you like going outdoors, don't you? I'm like, yeah, I like going outdoors. Like, you like camping? I'm like, yeah, I like camping. Well, this is exactly what it is. I mean, this is what this is what you you know, you you want. Like, no. Um uh, Mr. Jiggy says, dude, now that you've test driven it and have an idea of what you want, just do all the you're negotiating over email. Yeah, that's that's true. I guess I could do that. That's a good that's good advice. Do an email negotiation. And just what? Just keep saying no, 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 no. Yes, okay. Yeah, don't do not do that. That sounds really awkward. Well, what's the advice that you've got that you looked up here? All right, so I found this, and it says the first uh, – so I'm looking at something from Forbes. Okay. Where they talk about uh, negotiating. And the first thing it says is uh, – the short list of negotiating ta- tactics is don't negotiate. Okay. So it says tell the salesperson and sales manager that you'll sign the paperwork the minute they hit your target figure. Politely decline counter offers, give them your phone number, and leave. Maybe don't hand over your car keys and identification. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've learned my lesson on that one. That was uh, If the price you proposed is within yep, the realm yep. of possibility at some point, they'll call you. Okay. All yeah. right. So leave your information, and then they can call you. All right. Another tactic they say is follow up on Saturday or Sunday nights an hour before closing time. Call and ask to speak to the salesperson or manager you've spoken to before. Remind them that you're the buyer when they meet that figure, but you shouldn't waste their time and they shouldn't waste yours if you don't, if they don't. If your offer is possible, the opportunity to do one more deal before the end of the day might compel them to work with you, especially if the dealership's had a bad weekend. Oh. So late Saturday. Oh, late right. Sunday. This is good. I like this. This is very like Greg information. Okay. okay. All right. So, uh, so if you do find something. So let's see. So don't negotiate. And uh, negotiate follow-up on a Saturday or Sunday night, an hour before closing time. Another one is follow-up on the last day of the month. Again, salespeople really? and managers are often <laughs> under pressure to find one more deal before the month ends. A, de- uh, ends. a deal that didn't make sense on the 25th might make more sense on the 31st if they haven't met their expectations. Okay. All right. That's good to know. Um, Mike says, look up the invoice price and say how much over it you'll pay. How much are you supposed to pay? How do I look up the invoice price and what's like like a blue book price? What do I just say like I'll pay like fifty dollars over that? Like is that I mean is that something that you can do? I had a friend who went in and said this is what this car is worth. I will pay five hundred dollars over it. And she ended up getting it I think for like seven hundred dollars over. But I don't. But then again, I don't know. I think every dealership is different. And people are specific. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So late Saturday and Sunday nights. Okay. Don't negotiate at all. Put give your bottom line. Give them your phone number. Maybe have it written on a piece of paper in your pocket. They're just having my idea and my keys. I don't know. Tell, tell me. <laughs> Take all of it. Would you like Run my whole numbers. wallet? Would yeah. you like everything? <laughs> uh, another piece of advice for negotiating says follow up on days that have t- that have had terrible weather. If there's a major snowstorm, a day of wind and rain, et cetera, it can dramatically affect car sales. Call and remind the salesperson or manager again that you're happy to come down when they meet your offer. This is the same guy. <laughs> just so really just do a number. Okay. All right. Yeah, again, the fact they're not selling cars might get them to bend in your favor. Uh, so it's a, a I mean, one. I did like this vehicle. Like, I would totally own the one that I test drove. It was amazing. Maybe I just like lowball. I mean, it is just like, a throw big out, old, like a lowball number and just see what. It is a big old game. Yeah. So uh, the next one says rinse, wash, and repeat. Do the same process process concurrently with a couple other dealers in your area. Make sure they have the car you want, and then give you their mission or give them your mission. Okay. You want to achieve. And um, let's see. The biggest one is, let's see, know what your car is worth. 
So it says if you're buying a new car, oh, there, so there are a couple of websites here recommended that you can go and check out to see what the actual price is. Okay. Well, ooh, yes. Man, this is a. Great- if you're buying, if you're buying a used car, Kelly Blue Book is a great resource as it'll tell you both the retail value and the wholesale value, which is the trade-in value. Okay. So you can either go for the wholesale or the trade-in. Okay. All right. Yeah. So it says uh, this. So this person suggests to try and buy a new car for five hundred to a thousand less than true market value. Um, if you're buying used, I'd say try to go for a 10 to 15% discount off the wholesale slash trade-in value. Okay. That would get me closer it's very, to what I want. It says it's damn difficult, but every now and then a dealer will take a car in on trade below market value. If you make this kind of aggressive offer, you might get it every now and again. Of course, you can always just offer true market value, new or wholesale value used. Wow. <sighs> okay. Yeah. This is good. This is great advice. And always be polite. I wasn't rude. This guy was a little bit. This guy did he stop being polite pushy. and start getting real? Well, no, he stopped at certain points and just like stared at me. Oh yeah, and I'm like, so you need what to fill are you the space. Do? Like you're not gonna, you're not gonna intimidate me. I mean, I don't know if he's trying to intimidate me. I don't. I don't think this person was a bad guy, but I'm just like, uh, I just don't like this. And also, I didn't know what my price point was. I mean, I know what I don't want to pay. Um, but I didn't know what the price point was on, on what the Jeeps were and, like, really understanding. So I really did kind of go in a little unprepared because I wanted to drive it to even see if I wanted one. Turns out, yes, I do. Yes, I want one. Um, so that's what I want to get. But, yeah, I, I, it's got to be the right amount. Oh, and this guy – and this article was written by a guy who was a dealership salesperson and manager for over nine years. Uh, Mr. Jenny says, damn, Greg, I can't believe how little research you've done before this. I mean, I, I did research as far as prices and – you know, understanding a little bit about what the differences between the Jeeps were, but having never driven them, I don't really know, you know, what that physically is like. And until I drive something, until I tried it out, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't ready to buy. What I shouldn't have done though is gone along with the whole thing because I was like, well, yeah, I want to know what the numbers are. I want to know because I want to get all that information. And then I got sucked into the game. Got sucked right into the game. Yeah, you did. I that did. sounds super awkward. But I have a lot more so information. Ask, how many hours were you there? Uh, I was there over two hours. <laughs> I mean, it's counting two test drives, all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> but now I do know a little bit more about what I want. So, That's pretty amazing. Yeah, so I've got that kind of dialed in. Well, are you going to go on your own next time? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to what? Are you going to go back on your own to negotiate, like by yourself? Oh, are you going to see if you can convince some poor schmuck to come along with you? No, I kind of like the idea of if I doing a little bit more research. I mean, I'm going to look up the blue book and look all that stuff up and then just like give a price. I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna be like, this is what that seems like a tactic that would work for you. Like, no, I'm going to pay this. Because I know you because it's very much like you like not eating anything with sauce on it or whatever. Like once you mm-hmm. stick your mind to something, just be like, nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, Keelan is saying this is funny because I don't step foot on a lot until I'm ready to leave with a car. I mean, how do you know unless you're – unless it's the one – well, I guess that's why I wanted the test drive. That's, I had to see I mean, now myself. you know. Now I know. And, yes, I do. I do want, I do want mm-hmm. one. So that's that's definitely the case. So that's what I'm in the market for. All right. So if anybody has more advice, I know people have been writing me, uh, more advice on where to get one. Like, like I've got I've got a range – that I'm looking at, but but you need to maybe like if someone has a recommendation on where they got their Jeep, but totally, price. yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Or if you work for a Jeep dealership and would like to you come on and sponsor Deep. Fun Employment Radio, yeah, yeah, we can talk about that we too. Absolutely, could you can walk us through it. But I'll tell you what I'm going to pay. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> this time. All right. Anyway, that was it, and I, I that's that's what I that's what I learned. That's what I learned over the weekend. So when are you going back? Don't give them my keys. Don't give. Them my <laughs> don't keys. ever give anybody your keys. Yeah. Learn my lesson. On and that if one. I have to give someone my key, I take all of my other keys off of it. I wanted to know what they were going to say. It was worth. Did you give uh, them like all of your keys, like your house key and everything? Because I'm always afraid. Oh, that- I mean, I'm not. Oh, what they're going to come back and rob me? I mean, I'm always an, afraid it's that an somebody has. I was no, at. I know, I mean, but I never give anybody my like any more keys than they need. Like I always like I have my my car key. I'm, like I have them all on oh. one main ring, but like I never because I've seen too many horror movies, and also like I am, live alone, and I don't want anyone you know taking one of those clay press things and making a copy of my key. <laughs> I don't really think they were doing a clay press thing and copying my key. I'm not that worried. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying I never give anyone. Access to all my keys. I didn't check underneath my truck to see if they put a tracking device on it either, though. I mean, maybe there's a tracking device on there. You probably should. There could be. Oh, there may be, like, some pinhole cameras that can watch me while I'm driving. You're just not paranoid enough. And that's why you walked into the lion's den and got chewed up and spit out. I didn't get chewed up and spit out. I didn't pay for anything. I didn't buy anything. Yeah, but you also got negotiated away, like, your keys and your ID. Yeah, that's true. And you're just sitting in there trapped (laughs) for two hours. Where do do people have clay presses? Like, what – are you talking about, like, an actual – like it's something that you put the key in and you get an impression. I just saw of one it. of those recently in like a show I was watching. You're going to fill it with with molten metal no. and like make a Yes, that's <laughs> what you can mold do. Out of it. You can make it out of because a mold. Because they want to get into your apartment that bad? Well, I don't know, or just like the people are scary. I don't want well, regardless, it's my personal property and I don't want somebody I don't know to nope. have access to all the things that unlock the things I like. <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm like, you want my car key? You get my car key. That's it. I'm going to make a clay press of this fool. <laughs> I picture them in the back, like, heating metal over, like, a furnace and, like, like pouring it in to make a key that's exactly matching my house, my door. <laughs> like, Yeah, see, all right, yeah, Mr. Janky, I guess, is more... We have the same point, but a different <laughs> way about it. Mr. Jenkins says clay press. Well, it's an auto dealer. They can probably make a key. <laughs> All right, or they could just make a duplicate of the key. Taking Fine. My fingerprints off the documents that I touched. <laughs> oh man! Wow. All right. I've seen one of those before. It looked really cool, where you just press the key in. But where yeah, I really don't know. This? I've Who seen it in it? real life. You've seen a real life mm-hmm. clay key press? No, it's like a gummy. It's like one of those. It's like a Play-Doh kind of thing that is in, like, a container, and then you press the key on one side and press on the other. Where did you see this? I saw it somewhere at a store, I think. Key. It isn't clay. It's like a home detective kit so you can, like, steal somebody's key or something? Yes, I think so. Well, yeah, it is just to steal people's keys. Copy a key by casting. Yes, so it's like a key casting. All right. Why would you need one of those? Because you're trying to steal people's keys. But again, though, once you cast it, then once you put it into the clay, then what? Like then, then what do you do? Apologies to you, everybody, for the microphone seems to be going in and out. It is going in and out, and it uh, looks like we have an issue on our board uh, that I've just discovered. <gasps> oh, so that's cable. that's what you do. So you put pennies into it, and then squish it together, and and uh, spray it with a blowtorch, and then it melts into the shape. Oh my God! Who is doing this? Who is who is going to this effort? This person right here. I'm looking at this on Instructables. And you think this is what they're doing in the back of the dealership? <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> they're, they're stealing my house key. 
pressing it and melting pennies down in order to... Yes. Get to me? I don't... Stranger <laughs> things have happened. You will pay the price we offered. <laughs> You're going to wake up in car dealer, dude, like when Kenny B woke you up in the middle of the night, like, hi, Greg. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but he's just going to be like, hi, Greg. Yeah. Hey, I think I, I got I think I think got those numbers for you, Greg. Oh, I think boy. I got those numbers down to where you're happy with them, Greg. Well, I just do have come something back else to, to worry about then, I suppose. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Send us an email. Send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We do appreciate it. <laughs> if you have advice on Jeeps, please send me an email. Please, please send in an email. Let me know. Greg would like your Jeep advice. I would like your Jeep advice. Greg wants to be a Jeep boy. Yes. Where my Jeep boys at? No, don't do that. That was terrible. Is that becoming a tick? That's not something we talked about on the show. All right. Greg has actually said that. Like That's Sarah. You just said it. That's because you said it. You didn't have to say it after me. That's a whole different thing. We'll talk about that in another episode. All right. Uh, anyway, yeah. uh, I appreciate everybody who tunes in. And again, uh, thank you. And a big thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com. Click thank on the Thank you link. so much. Yes. And uh, coming up tomorrow on the show, I know you've had a bunch of real estate stuff going on. I did. I had a class yesterday, and then I'm taking another one online today. Oh, boy. I'm ramping up. I might be getting ready for uh, to have another project going on. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So well, fingers crossed. Talk about some of that tomorrow. But, yes. uh, yeah. <sighs> Give me advice. Give me advice. I need it. Like car dealer advice or just Jeep advice in general, just life advice? Uh, Jeep advice, I've got a lot of people write me in, so that's Don't give good. strangers, like, your ID that shows where you live and... Uh, it looks like we do have one last thing, though, here before we yes. before we close out. We mm-hmm. do have a birthday. Oh, We've got a more. birthday. And that is because we need to say happy birthday to Wilton. 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 I know. Well, I, I just misread it. It's tomorrow, but that's all right. Maybe he gets – should we give him the Elvis early? Yes, I think we should give the Elvis early. Give the Elvis I early? Stop the music, and we've already said his name 17 times. Let's give him his Wilton. Give him a birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday buddy. Wilton. Happy birthday to you. Day before Happy and tomorrow. That's fine. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Bum, See, bum, it's, bum. usually we're late on him, so I feel actually kind of good about being early. You like being a little early? I think being early is fine. I think we just have, have problems with the on time thing. Yeah, that's a little bit of an issue for us. <laughs> All right. Thank bit. you, everybody, for tuning in. Ah. We do appreciate it. And, of course, we will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. You know, it's hard to, like, stop and then start and then try to make it sound natural. It's all good. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye, friends. <laughs>